0: Taylor Devin Lloyd
1: starting Sunday. Uh, yeah, as of right now. What did you want? We got like four days, but yes, as <laughs> of right now.
0: <laughs> is that what? an official depth chart? Is that
1: your depth chart? Uh, it came from Alex, so it's. Yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, might as well
0: ask one of us then. Yeah,
1: no, it it, it's, it is official. Um, yeah.
0: What did you want do? To
1: I'm so glad that's such a big topic. <laughs>
0: to sort of show you why he should be the starting right
1: tackle. Well, I mean, it, it was a great uh, battle, competition throughout camp, really, and uh, I thought both guys did an outstanding job. You know, Walker did a nice job when he was in there. And, of course, Jawan, you know, ha- had been there before, and, and it was really really his job to lose, so to speak. But he, he came back and, and, and showed us some great things and um, deserving of the spot. Doug, what do you like about Marvin Jones' leadership and on the <clears throat> you know, Marvin, just a just a class act. Um, a great vet in the room. Young, there's a lot of young guys in that room. Um, you know, when you're thinking about you know the Tim Joneses in there, and, and now some of the young practice squad players, and just he can be such an impact on on those players on how he how he handles his business, um, and and just a uh, great leader with the with the entire team. You know, it's a reason why. Um, you know, the players respect him and look up to him and, and um, because of what he's what he's done in this league.
0: Yeah. Um, pretty much across the board. Otherwise, pretty good. And obviously, Devin is still working his way back. James is obviously still working his way back, but both on the depth chart, no other injuries.
1: Foley's the only one that we're working back into the, uh, into the mix. We should see him at practice today.
0: Are there uh, any concerns knowing depth there, knowing that it's only like one or two other guys that can really play that three-technique
1: position behind him? No, you know, we're comfortable um, with uh, with the guys we have and the different, you know, rotations that, that uh, you know, Mike and, and Buck can can present. So we're, we're comfortable there. Does opening day, does it, does it feel different as a coach versus a player leading up to the game, and, you know, especially in, say, morning of? And... I mean, you know, opening day is opening day. It's a lot of fun. You know, you're playing uh, – you know, one o'clock game. It's it's sunny out, and as opposed to a preseason night game. But um, you know, the emotions are going to run run high. Obviously, uh, there's going to be uh, butterflies, you know, and and the jitters just to start the game, and that's just that's just natural. Um, you know, and it just just shows you that you know that football's here and football's back, and we're ready for another season. Is there anything you can tell the rookies to prepare them for? The emotions they're going to have that day? You know, it's hard. You can talk to them and, and kind of uh, express, you know, your experiences there. Um, of course, these guys have been through, you know, their own opening days, but, uh, you know, these are a little bit different um, at this level. And, um, you know, they'll, they'll handle it. They'll, the vets on the team can, can also sort of shed their experiences, you know, sort of uh, cast a light and, and – um, but it's how we control our emotions too early in the football game you know because you don't want to expend a lot of energy early Uh, make sure you can control that and and play for 60 minutes not
0: that you need any validation but does the team need maybe a win early to validate everything you've been
1: doing well Well, i mean listen you you want to win every football game there's there's no question about that um and, and you want you, you want to do the things we've talked about, right? You want to take care of the football. You want to create turnovers. You want the ability to run the ball, stop the run. I mean, it's all those things we've talked about from from day one. And I think if you do enough of that in any game, your, your chances of winning are, are, you know, increased. But uh, we just have to focus on us and, and make sure we're doing everything we can to, uh, you, know, um, you know, give our players the best opportunity to be successful on, on game day.
0: Chase Young obviously gets a lot of the newspaper clippings, the headlines, and he obviously is expected to still be out because of the ACL tear. What do you see from those other four guys that they are going to be starting along their front four?
1: Um, yeah, first of all, I mean, Chase was a great player. You know, I've, I've seen him, you know, when I was in my former former life and played against him and or not me personally playing against him, but coached against him, good player. and He's going to be missed, you know, by that team and by that front. He's a the leader there. But the other guys are, are just as good. I mean, they, they've you know uh, washington has spent a lot of resources in that defensive line and over the years and, and these are really good players and um it really doesn't matter who they plug in you know there's some um, there's some game records there and um you know it'll be it'll be uh, you know a guy like luke fortner you know um, first time in there with with uh these two you know big guys physical guys will be will be fun to watch you know watch out the entire game but um they give you a bunch of different looks, multiple looks, and things that we have to be prepared for.
0: <clears throat> it's safe to say as you are preparing that that is an X factor as you look at what they can present, having that defensive front? Yeah,
1: I think it's one of them, you know, and, and you always go into games trying to, you know, control the line of scrimmage. I think what every coach in the league is saying, hey, let's control the line of scrimmage, and uh, easier said than done, obviously, um, especially when you go against, uh, you know, a front like this. will the group? You watch the growth of
0: uh, of Carson Wentz at the about the same point that, that Trevor's starting to get to now. Uh, any uh, anything about these these quarterbacks uh, compare
1: at all for you in terms of the growth at the kind of the year two point? Yeah, you know it's similar, but in our case it's different because year two for Trevor is a different staff, right? A different different head coach, different coordinator, different position coach where. Carson year two, it was the same same guys, and there was consistency there, you know. And and although we've seen tremendous growth in, in Trevor, um, year two for, for Carson with us, there, there there was another there was another step, there was another leap there, and and um, you know those were things that we're trying to get Trevor to right that level that with Trevor in in our system, and and um, you're, you're going to see it probably throughout the course of the season, um, you know. But I think time will tell. You know, with with him.
0: As a, as a follow-up, I mean, you've you've implied all spring and summer ab- about Trevor's growth and, and how it, all the implications are, and he's going to take this significant step, whatever that looks like in year two. Uh, what what is it that, that that makes you feel that way? That he's going to take that leap, well, whatever it looks.
1: Yeah, like? I, I think it's just down to the player, who the player is, and, and how willing he is to take the coaching, you know, take the criticism, take the good, the bad, and and you know work on his craft that's that's with any player but but in this case with Trevor that's what we've seen from you know all the way back you know in the spring and um, just the the improvements he's made from you say OTA's in May and June to now uh, are, are tremendous and sometimes they're even just subtle changes but they're changes to us you know and those are those are the things that you build on you know and and uh, just kinda keep keep him headed in the right direction. Obviously no setbacks and, and uh, just keep keep plugging away and working hard. Sunday will be Mike Caldwell's first game, calling plays in the regular season as a defensive coordinator. Do you think back
0: to your first game calling plays and give him any advice from your experience in that first
1: like real game? Well, you talk about opening day jitters, you know, <laughs> uh, for a play caller, I remember my first in 16 against the Browns, you know, and, and uh, the it, it, thing is with, you think you got to call the perfect play, you know. Uh, you, in your mind, you think you, you're trying to scheme the defense and trying to call the perfect play offensively, and, and probably the same way on defense. But my advice to him will just be to relax, have fun with it, you know. Use his eyes, um, believe in what he's, you know, what he's been talking about all week and the plan, and and, and ultimately, you got to just trust your players, right? Put them in situations. That's what you you go out and you practice all week for, and just trust those guys to make the plays for you.
0: When you look back over the summer and maybe even before, is there anything that stands out about the team, like just how they've bought in or maybe the dedication that some guys have shown leading up to this point?
1: I think, um, you know, it's I, – I look at this team and, and how well they've sort of come together, you know, as a group uh, over, you know, the course of the summer, training camp now. and. Um, is a, it's a close group um, and and that that's rare you know especially with with a new staff and new coach sometimes it's takes a little more time than, than expected but this group um, came together rather quickly you know uh, there's great leadership on this team within the within the locker room you know um, and and that's what the players lean on that's what I lean on you know uh, during these times and and uh, that to me has been sort of what is brought this team you know, through training camp and, and here we are into the regular season and they're healthy, they're excited and just looking forward to the opportunity.
0: Doug, how difficult is it to prepare for this week one game where you have preseason tape but as, as you've admitted about you guys, you know, you're know, you trying to be vanilla, most teams aren't trying to show a lot, so you're trying to prepare to counter what they present but maybe you don't know what they present.
1: It's, it's the hardest thing. Um, because you don't know what they've been working on in the offseason through training camp and those are things you don't show during the, during you know during the preseason games but you know there's obviously history uh knowing coach del rio and and just studying his past and having coached against him in the past and coach rivera and you know they've got a great staff over there but at the same time there's always the unknown and those uh unscouted looks as we call them you know that you don't you don't see on tape and you know it's just um if it happens it happens we just make the corrections on the sideline and and move on and um but yeah these first uh you know game or two into the season you're always gonna something's gonna surprise you a little bit yeah.
0: well, another interview you said trevor lawrence reminds you a little bit of brett Favre. uh comparisons like that aren't things that you probably throw around real lightly so that's some heavy praise for a young quarterback
1: i just what i meant by that too is just how how he leads a team you know trevor's not a He's not the cheerleader, the rah-rah guy that you know stand on the table. Brett was never that way. He always led by example, and uh, he was a hard worker. He was dedicated to his craft. He wanted to learn and get better, and that's what I saw in Brett, and that's what I see in Trevor. And so there's some similarities that way. Um, two different type of quarterbacks, obviously, but um, that leadership style um, is is very similar.
0: Obviously, you're you're familiar with this Washington team, but. Are there unique challenges when you go out of conference, especially early in the season, just playing a team that you might not normally face?
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy because, you know, a few of us know this team and they kind of know some of us, you know, here. So it's a little different that way, you know, um, having spent five years in that division, you know, this is always going to be one of those tough physical, um, you know, uh, games I- Anytime you play Washington, you know. but it's just a matter both teams are going to prepare this week and and obviously both staffs are going to prepare their players and and um you know for a for a great football game on sunday well, a pitch count, do you think james robinson will be on uh, i'm assuming it would, won't just be like his normal
0: workload.
1: yeah that's it's i think i think we got to get into the football game you know I've, I've been in situations like this too where you want to go in and you want to control the pace of play with a guy like james but at the same time if he's feeling good and you know, uh, there hasn't been any setbacks or anything. Then you just you just go. You know, you just roll with it. And you know, you've got 48 guys on, on game day, and you got to use them all. Do you have a feel yet for where he's at? I mean, I, I think he's I think he's there. I think he's you know back. He's he's practiced you know these last few weeks. He's looked really good. Um, I'm excited to watch him play.
0: If he is, it's a pretty big story. I mean, Achilles tendon injury used to be career enders.
1: Usually, but. Uh, Modern medicine, technology, rehab—there's uh, a lot of things now at these players' disposal they, they get them back on the field a lot sooner than than before. Um, I've been around, you know, players, even offense and defensive linemen, same injury, and they they come back right away and and play. So uh, it's not out of the question for him, and it's a credit to the player too for for his dedication to getting back on the field. What well, what is it about James that you know he could really be a big boost on Sunday? Is it more that like he's a kind of a known commodity and he's kind of proven it? Yeah, that and he—he he just you know he—he's he, a—you know—he's a little different runner than, than TJ obviously and and um, um, he fits you know a certain style of a run game that, that we like and TJ fits another style that we like and you know you try to use the both both of them together and um, you know be smart put them in put him in situations where they can be successful obviously and 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 that's on that's on us as coaches to do that but you know he he brings. He brings a little different, different style. He, you know, he runs a little bit lower behind his pads, a little bit more of a downhill one-cut guy, and um, you know that's what he's done in the past, and, and we just keep that going. How much flexibility as a play caller is that? Like if you just having two backs or are maybe you know so different stylistically. Um, I mean, it, it opens things up if you're running the ball successfully, you know, uh, and it starts there. But yeah, it, it's nice to have two different type of runners, you know, because you're you can. You can do different things, you know, during the game. But again, it's 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 more too about what works and what's going to work, you know, as you get into the into the game and and you know as you make adjustments. Do
0: you expect to have four running backs active on game days, or I don't know. Just the I was curious if Michael or any of the other guys that you guys claimed off waivers if they'll uh, be available.
1: Yeah, Jamichael's doing well. We'll see where he's at at the end of the week. You know, as we as we work towards the 48. Um, you know, Snoop's in the same same boat right there kind of competing together um and we'll make those decisions later in the week do you
0: know do you know what you're going to get on Sunday do you
1: think you know what you're going to get on
0: Sunday what do you mean get your team like do you think you know what you're going to look like offensively and defensively and how you're going to play and what kind of style you're going to have and who you're going to be I
1: I think in your mind yeah and I think that's why you practice and you put in the game plan this week and you go out and and you you execute it you know and um, you you have a vision of what 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 you hope it is, you know, and what you think you can be, and and you know, it's my job as the the head coach is to is to keep keep the team focused on that, right? We've got to have an identity. We've got to, you know, we've got to do the things that we've talked about all off season and training camp. And um, I have a vision in my head, and and you know, I try to relate that and and communicate that to the team. And now they have to go out and try to try to be that. You know, uh, it's. You it's it's it? the fun part. No, it's the fun part of it. <laughs> he
0: just panicked, by the
1: way, when you called Travis T. J. Yeah, he did. He's like, who's that? Well, listen, sometimes Travis, e. N- names J. in this building. Unfortunately, uh, memory names <laughs> on the last year. I don't know. So that's actually what you guys.
0: I don't know. That's a
1: nickname that you guys have for him. Yeah, I, I kept hearing you know Bernie Parmalee keep calling him T. J. And, and I'm like, who is T. J. <laughs> who is this guy? Do we have T. J. on the roster? And uh, he's no, that's just what we've called him, yeah. yeah. You,
0: you referenced fun multiple times. You mentioned it on Monday. You're mentioning fun? It, yeah, fun. Having fun, enjoying <laughs> football. This it, is no fun. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's talk about what is fun. And it seems like even to the players, like uh, somebody mentioned it on Monday, it feels like a lot of the team is loose and they're ready to go into a game. You don't normally see – you don't sometimes see that going into week one just – How how does that come about? Is that something that you and the staff did? Is that something that the players? That's just their energy, or
1: I think that goes all the way back to the offseason. I think it goes back to me having a year off, you know, and thinking about my next opportunity and where that might be, and then and then when given that opportunity, how that's going to look, and and you know, ultimately, I get to set the tone, you know, for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year, and and I want these guys to have fun. This is a this is a short-lived business for players and coaches, and and uh, if we don't enjoy coming to work every day and having fun doing what we're doing, then we need to honestly go do something else. and um, And I want to I want to create that environment for these guys, you know, and and be yet still hold them accountable and and make sure they're doing their job and and, and all of that, but at the same time, you know, let's have fun, let's have fun doing it. All right, Thanks, all right
0: guys. Thank, try you. Thank you. We yep. We we'll can to make it fun.